0: really the Viking experience of all the things you can give us with the superstar shake-up the Viking experience come on man look we can spend an hour talking about that and we're gonna spend an hour Burying the ever-loving stuffins out of it. I said stuffins because I can't say the four-letter word, um, because this is YouTube and you know they have standards and practices here, boys and girls. But my name is Patrick. That's Brian. And actually, welcome. Actually,
1: actually, I've just been handed this 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 news item here. Um, dude, for the pr- dude for the...
0: you, you you interrupted my intro.
1: Yes. What's but, the news? but you need you need to ha- you need to hear this.
0: Okay. I, ha- I,
1: I have a piece of information I've just been handed. Uh. Brian was affected by the superstar shakeup as well, and he, I need to disclose this information to you. Uh, the good news is I got called up to SmackDown, so I'm, I'm happy for that. Uh, and, working,
0: and and we're getting Alexa Bliss.
1: I, well, that's neither confirm. I can neither confirm nor deny that, but Damn. I've been called up to SmackDown. I've been putting a lot of work in in NXT and developed a, a, a great following as Brian. But the bad news is they repackaged me. Okay and they gave me a new name so i can't be brian anymore you know even even though even though i worked hard and, ferguson no that's not my name uh even though i worked hard in nxt and developed a following Brody and
0: have, make balls?
1: no would you let me finish okay you it's, to it's, do that please i mean I, at least you owe me last letting me finish but they repackaged me and my new name going forward is going to be jeremy atlas and that—that's all I have. I mean, I'm, I'm but I'm on SmackDown, so look for me coming to a SmackDown TV near you. And and he's gone. Uh, that's the lunacy we're dealing with here, folks. Yes, G- G- Jared Atlas. At- yes, that, I met with the writers, and that was all. That was all the time they had to come up with because they, they're too busy talking about Roman Reigns. They're too busy talking about Finn Balor, and they're too busy talking about the you know uh, Buddy Murphy and all these other people. All they had time for to come up with was Jeremy Atlas. I may have to come up with a name for myself that's better than that. But, but i on SmackDown.
0: I have a ton of names, but I can't say them on YouTube. But in all seriousness, I'm Patrick. That's Jeremy Atlas. And welcome <laughs> to Wrestling with Egos, also known as the Egomaniacal Wrestling Experience. And holy crap balls, boys and girls. We thought going into the superstar shakeup, we were gonna see some fun stuff. And we did. We to saw an some extent. to an extent, we saw some cool things. We saw we saw Finn go to SmackDown. We saw AJ come to Raw. We saw Roman go to SmackDown. We saw KO doing his best Big E impression, which that was funny as hell. Yes. Um we saw the Usos go to Raw. About damn time! But we got the Viking experience. In case you were, you've been hiding under a rock, or you are not on wrestling Twitter. Which, by the way, I don't know if you saw it last week or not, Brian. The little graphics—they popped up. It was magical. So here it comes. Three, two, one. Hey, look! Look down there. Look, hey, Brian. Look down. Seriously, look down right now. See? There's your graphic. That's awesome. You can, t- you can uh, chat with us on Twitter. Brian's at crego 15 I'm at Rant Mode On. And on top of that, watch this. Look up. There's our email address. WrestlingWithEgos at gmail.com. That's how you get in touch with the show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and hit the bell. That way you get all the notifications for all this wonderful YouTube insanity. Bubba... Let's get down to this and just rip the ever loving hell yeah. out of this thing. Well, you were
1: get, you were getting ready to explain for the uninitiated what we're talking about here. If Basically,
0: you have go because I'm yeah. a, I'm, I'm a, it's for me, it's gonna get so bad, I'm yeah. not gonna be able to turn back. The southern accent's gonna come out and it's gonna be a, a like a seventy five long minute rant mode on. So okay. save me from my take a moment.
1: Take a moment and center yourself.
0: I gotta drink some sweet tea
1: have a beverage. There's a tag team that was down in NXT for quite a while. Um, and I'll admit, I was late to the party on them uh, called the war Raiders. And the gimmick was they were Viking warriors come out to great entrances. They have ch- They have the crowd chanting war, war, war and stuff like that. And for because the- in
0: the independence, they were known as war machine.
1: Okay. For two big guys. What I, what I liked about them, they moved around. It wasn't just clotheslines and, you know, punches in the corner. We're talking flips and stuff like that that normally you see cruiserweights doing, and they were doing with surprising agility. And to they pay only... su-
0: tope, tope Suicida, Tope Congelo, uh, leg drops off the top rope, boys getting around moving like cruiserweights to the point where they became, and they still are, the NXT Tag Good Team point. Champions.
1: So... I was not expecting to see them in either iteration here of the Superstar Shakeup, either on Raw or on SmackDown. So imagine my surprise when about an hour into Raw, this Viking music starts in. I'm like, really? And then the graphic flashes across the Viking experience, and I, my first reaction was, you've got to be kidding me. Is there some unwritten rule... That Vince just disregards, or the writers just disregard everything you've done in NXT, mm-hmm. and we have to Maybe rebrand so. you and you're starting from from zero. I don't understand that. What's wrong with still calling them the War Raiders?
0: Would you like to see? Or, or, would you like to see my reaction to the Viking experience?
1: Was it the Krigo phase?
0: Let me let me get a little bit closer.
1: Okay, don't be shy. There it is. That's that's and, that's and, a vintage Kriego face right
0: that's there. That's that's the vintage Brian Kriego face. Yes, and then it was followed by a quintessential Patrick Swafford meltdown.
1: Was there chucking of things?
0: No, there was not chucking of things, but you know. Here I am sitting on my couch. This, you know, just behind the computer is the TV. Brian, you you and your lovely wife have been here, so you know the setup of the living room. I am pounding the couch <laughs> because I am just- I believe it. I mean, boys and girls, as we've talked about on this show, and we've alluded to my devotion to anything related to Auburn University and Jacksonville State University, my two schools. Is very deeply rooted. I'm pounding the flipping couch as if it were an Auburn Alabama game, or if it were Jacksonville State playing Eastern Kentucky, or by some miracle we made it back to the division Division One AA National Championship game. I am losing my crap over that one because
1: wait, now one thing I oh will say it's though,
0: trouble.
1: yeah, one thing I will say though, the in-ring action looked no different.
2: Oh yeah, no, it was. And
1: that's, I suppose, what we can hang our hat on is that. But give you, the name a chance to marinate for a while, and we'll forget all about you it. But. branded
0: them the Viking Experience. Even Booker T and Stevie Ray are going. What? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Booker T and Stevie Ray, and the reason I bring them up is because early in their career, they were known as the Ebony Experience. Booker T is going, tell me, I did not just see that sucker, sucker. <laughs> but I'm just like, uh, it, of all the names that they have thought of, not used, used, this might be the second worst idea anyone in the history of WWE has ever had. The first one being, they almost named a now WWE Hall of Famer, Fang McFrost, yep. Ice Dagger, or Chili Von Freeze. And, and I'm it's, talking it's, about Stone Cold Steve yeah, Austin.
1: It's just lazy writing. It's, well, we're going to take five minutes to come up with a name. All right, so you guys are Vikings. You're the Viking experience. Great. Well, Make no. the t-shirts.
0: Okay, real quick. Let me just run off a couple of names easily that are better than that and I'm being serious in this why not why can't we just call them the Raiders you're not infringing on a trademark the the Oakland Raiders do not own the term the Raiders hell if they did there'd be a there's a hundred different high schools that wouldn't be able to use the name the Raiders Mount Union would not be able to Mount Union Mount Union is Mount Union College or Mount Union University
1: I don't care. I don't like them. I went to John oh, Carroll, yeah. so there I are more enemies. John
0: Carroll, yeah. So that's Alabama to him. Um, yeah. Mountain Union is the Raiders or Purple Raiders or Purple whatever, Raiders, or what yeah. They're, but they're the Raiders. Irregardless, they're the Raiders. Why couldn't we just call them the Raiders? Vince McMahon doesn't like the name War. Okay, cool. They're the Raiders. Oh, uh, but we want to go with something that deals with the Vikings. Okay, then Horseman? they're. They're the Norsemen. They're the Vikings. Oh, my God. Let's just flip and call them the Vikings. Or here's Or If you want to get a little creative and you want to stay with that whole Viking thing, how about Valhalla? That'd be good. How about Valhalla?
2: No, we
1: can't do that. How about Soldiers that. of Odin?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, Yeah. Yeah.
1: See we've just been expounding for 5 minutes here and we came up with better names than they did.
2: Yeah. Here's
1: a, but then we and, wouldn't have we wouldn't have fodder for the show we'd have to come up with something else to talk about. So I guess you No. Know,
0: but see the thing is if if WWE listened to people like us, we would have jobs, Brian. That's true. We would be working in creative. We would actually be telling these idiots, by the way, this is what we're really going to do. And we would look like geniuses. Wrestling Twitter would like us as opposed to hating everybody else. They wouldn't love us, but they'd like us because every, everybody in wrestling, wrestling Twitter is going to bitch. Um, we would have a best of seven series between. Mustafa Ali and Finn Balor. I'm, I'll, I'll sign up for that
2: Yeah
0: um, Yeah, I mean, for, I mean For the love of God The Viking experience I have so much venom about that I could l- legitimately do A rant mode on for the remainder of this show And not care But I'm not Why? Because I'm 40 And I don't want to send myself to an early grave Over the blanking damn Viking experience Viking Experience! This is as bad as the artist formerly known
2: as Gold Dust! This is bad as the new
0: Midnight Express! This is as bad as Sting versus Vader in the White Castle of Fear match! By the way, it ended up being a strap match! Oh, 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 just as bad as the Shockmaster. That's in the that gobbled-
1: so bad it's, it's good category.
0: Oh, yeah, no, yeah, the Shockmaster's freaking gold. It's just as bad as the Gobbledygooker. It's just as bad as Mae Young being pregnant. I can keep ooh. going if you'd like, dude.
1: Well, we do have some. Shakeups of substance to talk about, so we, may, okay. we maybe we better rein mm-hmm. it in again a little and bit. You know
0: what? I, we I are
1: trying like, to be a lean, mean, wrestle talking machine, so we no, can't have for you the going. Love of
0: Pete, I was hoping to avoid that crap. You know what? I'm gonna get it. Just get the one out of the way. Now we got that shit out of the way. Okay, there. I, I I I finally swore I'm good. Let's move on and let's talk about what happened. Yes. That we liked, and how what happened that we didn't like that has nothing to do with the Viking experience.
2: Because, trust Promise? me,
0: I'll, I'll allude to it at other points during the show, but
2: okay.
0: I'm not done with it. Don't make me get Jeremy Atlas on you, because
1: I'm, I'm an, up, I'm an <laughs> up-and-comer.
0: <laughs> Moving right along, because, trust me, there are so many horrible things I could say right now, and, yeah... This is an audibly offensive radio, and we do have standards and practices that we have to uphold. Dang it. Um, let's start with Raw. Um, I want to say one thing, and, you know, of course, I got to put myself over a little bit. Usos called it. Yes, you did. So happy to see that one. Uh, because for one, and, and you know, truth be told, there are better, more high-profile people than Jimmy and Jay Uso on this list of people that moved over to Raw. Yeah. But the Usos were the most needed, in my opinion, for one simple reason.
2: Who else is on Raw in the tag division? Of consequence, nobody. Yeah, It
0: sucks. The Revival, who at any point in time could be getting released.
1: True.
0: I mean, they're one of the bevy of people that, could possibly be get, possibly be asking for their release because WWE doesn't know what the bloody hell they're doing with them. Uh, we'll get into more of that later, but I mean, right now your tag champs are Hawkins and Ryder. Okay, right it's a nice now. Nice story,
1: but that's about it.
0: Right. Okay. Exclude the Usos. Exclude the revival. Who's the number one contender to the tag titles on Raw, Brian? Well,
1: it can't be Bobby Roode and Chad Gable anywhere because Chad Gable.
0: On SmackDown, over
1: on SmackDown, so that tag team is gone.
0: Right. Who's so? Who's the number one contenders, excluding the revival, excluding the Usos? I don't. Black know. and Ricochet. Yeah,
1: I guess. I mean, if if that's still going to be a thing going forward. Yeah,
0: that's, yeah. But I mean, Raw has no tag team division. SmackDown has a brutally amazing tag team division before the Usos went over. Usos, New Day, Bar, Hardys. Holy crap! You had to send somebody of merit over, and you couldn't send the New Day because you got Kofi. Kofi's the champ. You can't. The New Day isn't going anywhere at this point. Also, the right. fact that Biggie is hurt. Um, can't send the Bar because most people hate the Bar, and that's not going to be something that's going to put asses in seats. So what do you have to do? You have to turn Raw into the USO Penitentiary. Yeah. I loved the move. I think the I have said it for years when the USOs turned heel and went into this gimmick, they took their game to a to not just a new level, about five new levels. Right. I I liked the USOs, then I love the USOs now. They when they grab a mic and they start cutting a promo,
1: it's, There's a sense of urgency.
0: Yeah, it's a sense know. of urgency, and it's also a sense of you have to listen. To this it's like hearing, it's like, you know, you're t- you know, as a wrestling fan, your attention is grabbed when you hear the words, "Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. Okay, I'm gonna, you know, it it's church time. It's time to hear the sermon from somebody that does it better than anybody else." When the Usos are now cutting a promo, it it grabs you. It's not as intricate as Heyman, but it grabs you. It gets yeah. your attention because it, it's, it's engaging. And they can be heel, they can be face, doesn't matter, they're damn good. And I loved, 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 loved seeing that move.
1: Move, I love, uh, and I think the sky's the limit for this guy, Andrade.
0: Oh my God, yes!
1: He's one oh. of those guys. Put him in the ring with anybody, and you're going to get a great match, you know. And I loved, I loved, um, Zelina Vega's Hurricane Rana and Finn.
0: Dude, everybody sleeps on the fact that she's a manager. No. Homegirl can go. Yes, She's she can. a very good wrestler. She is so a I, very I,
1: even though even though Andrade went over on Finn, I know you said you didn't have a problem with it. I didn't have a problem with it either because it showcased both of what makes them great.
0: Makes them makes them great, and at the same time, you gotta you have to think about this. Number one, they knew that Finn was Finn was going to SmackDown. Yes. But they also knew that Andrade had to go over on his debut, yes. no matter what. I mean, he could have been in the ring with Rollins, and he would have beaten Rollins. They, they had to get him over to say, this is what this guy can do. I want to point out one thing, and I've pointed it out on the show before, but not to this detail. Think about this. Two years ago, when Andrade was in NXT, Oh, my God. He was horrible. I mean, before we saw
1: him at NXT shows and we weren't sold on.
0: And yeah, we were just like, eh, uh, eh. Uh,
1: because okay. he had the suspenders and the white hat with the feather on it. And, yeah. you know. and
0: the only thing I, I remember that show, because I the only good thing I could say about Andrade is. To think when he was in Mexico, they put that they put this dude in a mask because let's be honest, that's a good looking son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, I, I I'm man enough to admit it. That is a good looking son of a bitch. Um, but you bring Zelina Vega in, Thea Trinidad, um, who's an accomplished wrestler herself, and you bring her in as his business manager, and the dynamic changes. He's more aggressive, he's more engaging, he's doing more in the ring. It's not just the same tired old shtick, right. kind of like a John Cena match or a Hulk Hogan match where it's just next, next, yeah. next. Um, it, he's, he, at this point in his career in WWE, he has the makings of being a champion, not just like second-tier champion, like top-tier, universal, or WWE champion. I'm a little bummed that he did go to um, to Raw because I would have loved to have seen Andrade versus Kofi. Don't get me wrong. We're going to get Andrade versus Rollins, and that's going to be pretty freaking sweet, too. Yeah. But I was kind of hoping for Rollins and McIntyre. We still might see it, but... You've got two guys that the fans can easily hate in both Andrade and McIntyre who can work their asses off. Right. And both would deserve Mm. to be in that main event picture against a face universal champion. So, what else from Raw did you like?
2: Uh,
1: Raw just got phenomenal. Yeah. AJ AJ Styles action up in here.
0: Quite possibly one of the five greatest in-ring performers ever. I would put him up there with Flair in the 80s, Sean, him, Angle. Yeah. I mean, just And I'm not talking like whole package greatest of all time. I'm just talking about product inside the ropes.
1: And if you look at all the people that AJ has wrestled against, he's had great matches with all of them, you know? He got a great match out of Shane. He got a great match out of Shane. He gets great matches out of Samoa Joe. He gets great matches out of... um,
0: Ambrose.
1: Ambrose. Chris Jericho, great matches out
0: of Ambrose, dude.
1: I mean, I'm sold on AJ Styles, and I I do need to go back and watch some TNA stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. So I
1: can appreciate him and his prime
0: him versus angle him versus joe yeah done um yeah i loved that one um you know who i really was happy to see be announced as a part of raw the one and only well ricochet as well we were going to get to that in a little bit okay cedric alexander well, Man, deserved. I love that guy loved him from watching the, uh, the cruiserweight classic. Um, cause remember he got signed because the fans after he, after he had that amazing match with, um, Kota Ibushi, um, which homework assignment worthy boys and girls, that match was probably the best match of the entire cruiserweight. Spoiler game. alert. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not your homework assignment. No,
1: I know that. I'm just talking about down the road, be prepared, is what
0: you're saying. Oh, yeah, down down the road, be prepared. I mean, that between that one, the, the Cruiserweight Classic, between that one and um, Gargano and Ciampa, th- those are the two best, in my opinion, uh, as far as just pure, great matches. But he got signed because the fans were chanting, please sign Cedric after the match, and Hunter came out, shook his hand, and everybody kind of hoped that that was gonna that was a sign saying yeah we're gonna do it well they listened and now he's on raw the guy has had on 205 live amazing matches with everybody Buddy Murphy yeah. Mustafa Ali um Tony niece Tony niece good God Tony niece has come out of nowhere and just been great man um he has uh, Mike Canellis uh and don't, Brian Kendrick Brian Kendrick, don't sleep on Mike Canellas. Mike Canellas is good. They're just not using him well, and I think it's an effing travesty. Um, T.J. Perkins before uh, Perkins got released, um, another mistake on WWE's part. Um, but I love Cedric Alexander. He's a did big he have dude. matches
1: with Neville too?
0: Yes, I'm he, sure did. he did. Okay, yeah, he did. which Neville's one of those guys he can have a match with a broomstick, right? And it'd still be a Four, at least a four-star classic um I got a couple things though that I'm not thrilled with and I
2: have one in
1: particular too
0: I, and one that kind of makes me sad um first off let me ask you a question and this is kind of sarcastic but I'm serious why in the bloody hell do when we have a superstar shakeup why the hell does the Miz have to move every flipping year <laughs> I don't, I don't know seriously go back and look at it mike Mazanin has moved every year since the superstar Shakeup happened they either t-
1: wwe either tweeted that or he tweeted that you know yeah. i'm moving again nothing new but
0: did you see what happened to him at home on tuesday
1: no what happened
0: he tweeted it it out and it was kind of one of those meant to be moments if you're a believer in a higher power it was one of those things if not then okay um but it was one of those fake god whatever you want to call it things their daughter took her first steps yesterday on, on tuesday sweet we're recording on wednesday by the way boys and girls um so yeah, that was that was a cool thing. That was one of those meant to be kind of moments. So it was cool that he got sent to Raw and was home on Tuesday to see what's her name, Monroe.
1: Monroe Sky, yes.
0: Monroe Sky. I don't watch Ms. and Mrs. that that often. I neither do I. But I, it's one of those things that the most facts my, I just retained. It's backloaded on my DVR. I'm mean to watch it, but. I like the Miz. You know I like the Miz. I've been a fan of his for years because he's just that quintessential perfect heel. Yeah. Um there's nothing about his heel work that lacks. He's just like Webster's dictionary, modern heel, Miz. You know, I used to
1: of- not like him very much, but it's mainly because I wasn't really paying attention. I thought, okay, it's the you know, Miz and truth and Miz and Morrison and all this stuff, and you're I just- hated
0: those. I hated yeah. those. When he but became the last... the A-lister, when yeah. he became the A-lister from from the point where he was WWE champion at WrestleMania 27. Uh, yeah. Yeah. From WrestleMania 27 on to now. So like the last 8 years. I'm like, "Yep. This guy has this guy has had my attention and I have been a fan yeah. because he's a, when he's a heel, I want to pay I would, I'm, I would gladly pay my money to see him get his ass beat. Yeah. I mean, it's this is a should... guy, real quick. This is a guy who can go into his hometown as a heel and go, and you know, and everybody's cheering him because he's a Cleveland guy. And the first thing miss says is, "You know, I moved to Los Angeles, right?"
2: <laughs> and then he gets yeah.
0: booed. Boom. boom. Right. My, That's how you do it. Or as we say here on Wrestling With Egos, say it, Brian.
1: That's heel 401.
0: Ding!
1: Yeah. It's funny you should bring up the Miz.
0: you You got your gimmick phrase. I got mine, baby.
1: Right. It's funny you should bring up the Miz because what preceded him showing up is one of the things I didn't like. And... Again, you're going to say, but Brian, they're being heel characters and all this stuff, but I don't need to see Shane and Stephanie. You can just kick off raw with Michael Cole saying, superstar shakeup's going to happen. We're going to have surprises all night long, and here comes the first one. Awesome, and all that kind of stuff. We didn't need to see them gallivanting around the ring. I didn't like that look at all.
0: And they st- even though they're going to listen, even though... the. They say they're listening to the fans more, which is complete and utter bullcrap, uh, because if they did, we wouldn't have the Viking experience.
2: Yep. Hey, hey, hey,
0: hey, hey, hey. Um, I guess
1: I understand. Yes.
0: Yeah, but um, they're still making it about them, dude. They're always going to make it about them. Heaven forbid the day Vince McMahon dies. We're not going to have a single match on the show. It's just going to be Shane and Stephanie and Hunter. Eulogizing eulogizing vince i'm like when it happened look don't get me wrong i i never want to wish death on any family or any person but i'm just asking for a for a company's sake when vince dies can hunter fire all the writers and bring all the nxt guys up please pretty
2: please But, but
1: that was i i you asked what I didn't like about the show. That was about the only thing I didn't like.
2: Right. I didn't I mean I, all
1: the other exchange of talent it's great. We're going to get some we're going to get some new fresh rivalries we hope. I mean
0: AJ Rollins, Andrade, Well, yeah. Roll- oh my god, we could get Andrade and Rollins.
1: That would be yes, sweet. I mean any of those can, guys would be dude, great with Rollins in a match. Dude,
0: we could get a series Andrade and Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Andrade and Ricochet.
1: Ricochet and Rollins.
0: Ricochet and Rollins. Ricochet and AJ.
1: Ricochet (laughs) reads the phone book. I, you know, take my money.
0: (laughs) Ricochet and AJ. I'm done. I am. I I am done. Just. Just. It better be a pay-per-view and you better give them as much effing time as they want because there's gonna be a whole lot of holy crap chance throughout that entire match.
1: But here's I, the thing. These matches can't be one offs.
0: No, you gotta build you gotta you have need, you
1: need to build and have a series of matches that go over two or three pay-per-views and get us to the benchmark.
0: Well they don't do that. There. They just they blow off feuds at the end of every pay-per-view, which is a friggin' shame. I got one more thing before we move to SmackDown. Something I was a little sad about, okay, moving to raw, Eric Young,
2: okay um
0: and here's why. now sanity is dead because um Alexander Wolf has requested his release. Don't get me wrong, Alexander Wolf was never really that great. I didn't I never really liked him. I thought he sucked for the most part, but he sanity rounded out had, that group. Yeah, he rounded out that group. Insanity is now gone. Um, hated that. I think Eric Young himself is a is a great talent. Um, he's got a very unique style. Uh, his voice is very unique, um, and he can cut a great promo. He can he plays crazy and maniacal very well. Uh, I think he he himself will do great because there's a lot of people from his TNA days like Bobby Roode and company that I think he can work very well with. Um, But Sanity could have been so much more than what it was. And I really... I'm really disappointed to see that fizzle out. Just like Segway into SmackDown, I'm also disappointed to see Liv Morgan move to SmackDown because that now ends the Riot Squad. And that could have been so much more, not as a unit per se, but as more of a vehicle for Ruby Riot. Because I personally think you could have had Ruby Riot... Against Becky for the raw championship and Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan kind of being the um, uh, being the um monkey wrench in the plans and kind of helping Ruby get the title off Becky yeah then almost kind of in a four horseman kind of way where Sarah and Liv are Tully and Arn and they're protecting the flagship. Which yeah. is Ruby Riot. So, but
1: that was, would take a commitment from the office to make sure that you keep a stable together. And this, you know, we, we know in this current day and age and landscape that who has the patience for that? You know, oh my God, if, if you're not over after the first TV taping that we try and do, time to pull the plug. Got to, right. you know, we the can't on, let it marinate.
0: The only stables they have allowed to marinate. That did not involve Triple H uh, over the last several years have been the New Day the shield. and the un- I'm sorry three New Day Shield Undisputed Era
2: right
0: but then again Triple H has their hands on them you bet your bet your sweet ass if all four of those guys get called up at the same time Roderick Strong will be a face before you know it,
1: I, it it's I mean I and I. This is my resistance to put myself over. I don't want to make it sound like I'm the be-all end Put yourself
0: all over. I well, do it all the time. It's good for your soul.
1: Okay, fine. I'll put, I'll put both of us over. In the first 25 minutes of this show, we've come up with some oddly compelling uh, angles to take feuds in the direction of. You keep stables together. You don't break them up. You have these fresh matchups. You make it, You make them last over the course of several months. That's the kind of storytelling we're used to. It's it, I don't know if, if the front office thinks that the wrestling fans don't have the attention span. So, okay, we're only going to give this one one show, one match. And if it doesn't work, if we don't get a chant of this is awesome, which I'm tired of that too. But it's like, you want us to invest our time and our energy in, the, in these characters. You need to give us time to warm up to these characters. It's not instantaneous. Stone Cold Steve Austin wasn't instantaneous. I got news for you, boys and girls. The Rock wasn't instantaneous. Newsflash, neither was Triple H, neither was Undertaker. These characters, Bret Hitman Hart, they all took took time to develop. You don't get lightning in a bottle. That that very rarely happens like you did with Becky Lynch last year. And and they're trying to get that every single time. And it's just, you know, it, it, it is sad to see these factions get split up. But it's because oh, yeah. people are disgusted with how they're being used, and they think they're capable of so much more. Well, if your boss doesn't think so, you got to go seek your entertainment elsewhere.
0: Exactly, um, and I, I I get to a degree why they're doing it because it ultimately, at the end of the day, it all comes down to short attention spans and people and society wanting more very rapidly. Uh so therefore they therefore- I would argue
1: that we don't have short attention spans though. The the, the people cater to the, the, the time for that is over. WrestleMania season is over now. You got the casual eyeballs have gone away. Now it's back to fans like the proper villain over there in the in the screen next to me and the intellectual saver of the masses right here. You should be trying to keep you know, us going with feuds that we're going to buy into, right. characters we want to see win, guys we want to see get their butts whipped, all of those things.
0: Compelling storylines, mm. storylines that we can be, as fans, emotionally invested. Boys and girls, and, and, and this isn't rant mode on, this is more like Sermon on the Mount. Um if, if, if we, we are approaching Easter Sunday and uh, New and, segment
1: here on Wrestling with Egos
0: Yeah, new segment here, Sermon on the Mount um, Brian and I are both Men of Faith, I mean obviously we're not going to push Our faith on this, you know, down Anybody's throat on this show, but we're both believers In Christ and believers in God But Children My brothers and my sisters It's about Being emotionally invested It's like a sci-fi movie we, You have to create a suspension of disbelief. I know for a fact. As sure as I'm sitting here. Brian's sitting at his house. We're on Skype right now recording it. And it's 10.30 p.m. on April 17th. That Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa are best friends. Johnny... Tommaso was a groomsman at Johnny and Candace's wedding. And that storyline that played out never affected their friendship. You saw that at Takeover New York. My whole thing is, why can't you got, why can't we get a compelling storyline that blurs the lines of what really is reality? Why couldn't we get a storyline that lasts a year? Why couldn't we get something in on the main ra- main roster that just carries on and carries on? And it's not like a build-up for a year. Like, for example, going into um, WrestleMania 31, they were supposed to start a build for Triple H and The Rock, But it was just going to be Rock showing up every now and then to get Triple H's GOAT. And then at WrestleMania 32, it was going to be Rock and Triple H in a match. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a match. And then another match. And then another match. Then another match. The good guy gets beaten down. The good guy gets, you know, is broken. And then... Just like we saw with Gargano and Champa, And then just when you think the bad guy is going to get him one more time. Just like we saw in the semifinals of the Dusty Cup on NXT. Johnny Gargano literally puts on the brakes. Smiles at Champa, And then smashes his head into the LEG board. Super kicks him. Holds the championship belt up. Which gives us the segue into what should have been... Gargano Champa Part 70 <laughs> at, t- at Takeover New York, in which Johnny beats Champa for the belt, and that's the end of a story that lasted two damn years.
1: It's like when my lovebird, and by the way, I've come up with a nickname for her that's that that'll work on on, on the show. It's like well, when our, my lovebird, yeah, when my lovebird makes a great pot of lasagna, I take that first piece of lasagna. And then later on in the evening, I come back out in the kitchen, and I grab another piece of lasagna and warm it up in the microwave. And the next day, I take a piece of lasagna for lunch because it's such good lasagna. We as wrestling fans are capable of consuming a rivalry over the course of multiple months, even multiple years. If it's good. Yes. I mean, you look at Undertaker and Kane. How long did that rivalry last? A long time.
0: Austin and McMahon, dude. And fans never effing wrestled. Woo, woo, right. woo, 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 I almost let that one slip.
1: Austin Rock. I mean, you know, all these great rivalries we look at, you know, Flair and uh, Dusty Rhodes, you know, Sean all these.
0: and Hunter.
1: Yeah. It was over the course of multiple story arcs and they, they weave other people into it. And then, you know, here's a one year later we're revisiting again and that's fine. That's great. But we can't have, you know, uh, you know, Finn versus Lashley, for example, that lasts a couple of months and we're, we're, we're playing and potato with the title, and it's it's, it's just not compelling, you know. And if it's
0: we're, like, it, Finn and Lashley could have worked, but they just pulled the trigger on things too fast. I honestly think okay, Finn wins. Let's say, hypothetically, when did Finn win the title? It was like right after the Rumble.
1: Yeah, Finn won it in January. Lashley got it back on Rob because of Leo Rush's interference.
0: That's that's right. Okay, Finn wins it. You know, how about Finn wins the title, and he's a champ, and he's trying to stave off Lashley and say it fast lane. Lashley, in by very very nefarious means, gets the title back. Not just like the very next week, you know. Give it, give it a month right. to breathe. And, and if then, you recall,
1: Finn only won the title because he pinned Leo Russian right, in a two right. one handicap match. Exactly. I didn't get either.
0: Right. Well, I, yeah, I thought that was stupid. I'm like, okay, so we're protecting Lashley. You were protecting Lashley literally only just to feed him to the demon, because yeah. the demon beat the crap out of him. Um, but give the title back to back to Lashley at Fastlane, and then build and build for four weeks and the go home and then the you know, match is already announced and there's altercation and altercation and altercation and Finn can't necessarily get truly get the upper hand on Lashley and then that last week the go home before Wrestlemania
2: Red
0: fine lights. fine I'm bringing the demons I'm gonna whip your ass, right? I mean, we can't let the state. Brian, you know you've been to my house. You know, outside outside that window right there, when I grill, your boy knows what he's doing. You do. You gotta. You gotta. You boys and girls, you got to let the pork chops marinate. If you're gonna marinate them. You gotta let let them marinate.
1: It's not a five-minute process, folks.
0: No, it's not a five-minute process. It's not a five-second pose. It's not a three-count. You got to let that ish breathe, man. <laughs> got to let that breathe, baby. Testify.
1: Um,
0: testify. Oh, there's, there's, there's your public, public service announcement from your friends here at Wrestling with Egos. Um. So I liked Finn going to SmackDown. So did I. Um, it's weird because now you have the Intercontinental and the US title on SmackDown.
1: Something's Maybe there's more happen. moves to come. I don't know, but yeah,
0: something's gonna happen soon. Um i I liked to a degree I liked the moves in the women's division. But at the same time, I was like, holy crap, now it's a little one-sided. Because, okay, we we alluded earlier, Liv Morgan is now on SmackDown. So is Bailey, So is Ember Moon. <laughs> so now you have Charlotte, Becky, oh, Kyrie Sane, by the way. Yeah. So now let's just run through the women's division real quick. You yeah. have Char- you have Charlotte, you have Becky, because she has both belts. You have... um ember moon ember moon carmella bailey
1: Kyrie Ty- sane
0: Kyrie sane oscar
1: holy
0: crap so okay let's just count real quick
1: that's seven I, or eight that we no, just
0: named not just not counting those how many of them have worn the gold charlotte becky oscar bailey. bailey carmella Kyrie's won in, Kyrie and uh, Ember both won NXT gold.
2: Damn!
1: I want to talk about one of those women in depth for a moment, if I could, because I forgot to write this down in my notes.
2: Oh, you, baby.
1: And she's one of my favorites, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I think it's time for a Bailey heel turn. I, I don't been, know how you I I don't know how that. You would, I don't know how you would pull it off, but the writing's on the wall. Because if you look at it, her wacky, wild, inflatable two men didn't work at WrestleMania. And the match, the Fatal 4 match there was kind of a clunker. You know, and oh, now, I... she's, now she's over on SmackDown. She got kind of a negative reaction from the Montreal crowd. And I know that's Montreal and things are kind of cuckoo up there in Montreal. But the character's just kind of fallen flat now.
0: Yeah, oh dude, I know exactly how I can do a Bailey heel turn Bailey heel turn. That's easy, man. That's easy. You can do it one of two ways. You either go psycho Becky or Psycho Bailey, or you just straight up just go bitch Bailey. I mean, psycho Bailey could be something really fun. Because with psycho with Psycho Bailey, Bailey's still that starry-eyed.
1: But while I'm smiling at you, I'm going to knock you off your block.
0: Right. Hey, Brian, can I have a hog? And the minute I get my arms around you, belly to belly.
1: Yeah. Just suck. But again, can. if you're going to do that, it can't be a five-minute segment, and then all oh, oh, we're going to no. abandon it. No, you got to let that go over four, five, six months.
0: Uh huh. And you drop have drop
1: little cookie crumbs here and there, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, just bang! A slow... what, the, what the hell happened?
0: and I'm doing Macho Man Fingers, I don't know why, but the slow descent into madness. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just little, little, a little more, a little more, a little more, and then when the time comes... Now you're completely you know, it, unhinged. It, when the time comes, it's like the Joker from uh, Dark Knight, and here we go. Yeah. Um... I think you could tow I think that would be an amazing, amazing gimmick. you know, her d- still keep the same persona, the the side ponytail and everything else, but everything but now just, when you're
1: using uh, it for nefarious means.
0: You just, every, everything takes a darker turn. You mean you, not necessarily have for her to have to be nefarious, just twisted just a little like all
1: of a sudden she comes out one week in black lipstick what the hell you know that kind of thing that would be I, and i'm just spitballing. No, but I, I just think
0: you know, the first image that came to my mind you know she's on the ramp and doing her little high fives i mean she does the thing for the um wacky waving inflatable arm flailing two men yeah yes i i've watched too much family guy i can nail that um but when they all pop up when they all inflate all their faces are just like distorted
1: demented yeah
0: horrific teeth gnashing teeth and you know spooky eyes and all that crap oh that would
1: be cut back to her and she's still smiling
0: (laughs) hey hey. but not just not smiling like smiling like yeah a far away look right and um almost kind of like um Even though it's more Impact Wrestling, it is Impact Wrestling as opposed to WWE. Uh, Ali, when she joined um, the Undead Army after uh, Rosemary got injured, I've started watching Impact again mainly because the women's division there, it, the women's division there is really good, and they do storytelling beautifully. I mean they they literally wrote Allie out of Impact by literally having her die. That cuz her contract ran out and she's going to All Elite. Um Allie's a great wrestler too, but she, her and Rosemary had a, a bond and it was it was really cool. Like her soul got stolen. It was good stuff. It was really good stuff. I was like, "Damn. That was that was nice."
1: The only apparel i could draw to maybe raven the way oh, the look he used to have oh, in his eye oh, and the, yeah.
0: oh, oh oh my god bailey is raven bailey is raven i i, I need a towel <laughs> oh <laughs> my god that's amazing
1: bathroom's oh, the first door on your right <laughs> i know upstairs. where my
0: bathroom is damn it no my bathroom's not upstairs my bathroom is ground floor baby i ain't gotta go upstairs um i like a couple of the things i liked um Roman going to Smackdown cool you had to do that I got a beef with it though oh and Elias going to Smackdown eh. mm-hmm. and <laughs> Elias to me is just kind of like okay now Elias starting to become cannon fodder to me Roman going to Smackdown though and punching Vince I'm like okay so what does this mean for Kofi not a <sighs> I'm 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 feeling a little apprehensive about that, but I will say this: Ko um, was an honor. Ko whoa, 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 whoa. Ko was an honorary honorary third member of the New Day. That was yeah, funny I am that. I am here for that. I am. here. He put here. the shirt on
1: over his over his shirt. That was oh, hilarious.
0: I laughed harder at the video of them at in Gorilla with Ko doing Big E's part before the entrance and was just go no 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 you gotta bring it from your
2: loins
0: (laughs) your loins I'm like yes I'm not I'm like this is this this literally right here boys and girls is two brothers trying to explain to me how to do something
1: and then you got the photo of uh...
0: you gotta dance man I am dancing no 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 you just moving
1: Then, then the photo of Big E from the hospital will give him the stank face, like,
0: "Yeah, what you doing?" (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but you, oh man, I I love that. Um, Let
1: me back up to something you just said, though. You said Roman. You you have you're worried about Kofi. You think Roman turns heel
0: like Vince yep. makes him an instrument of destruction, or it's just Roman comes after Kofi right away. Roman comes after Kofi because Roman's the big dog. And okay, I'm not on SmackDown anymore. I'm not on Raw anymore. SmackDown's my yard now. I want the belt. They feed they feed Kofi to Roman like they fed everybody else to Roman. I'm kind of hoping that doesn't happen, but.
1: History let's, has
0: a way. Let's history, be real here. <laughs> let's be real here. History has a way of showing that they feed everybody to Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar's not around, so they feed everybody to Roman Reigns. Um, now, okay, we talked about Kyrie Sane and Oscar both uh, teaming up. Well, Kyrie, Kyrie and Oscar both teamed up on. Um, on SmackDown, that was cool. Like Kyrie saying, "I'm glad she got called up. She's fun to watch to a degree. I hate some of the pirate yeah. shit that she does, but man, that elbow drop Whew! That thing is tight.
1: Yes, high and tight.
0: That is, oh yeah, it's it is it's pretty to watch. Uh, but this is probably gonna throw you for a loop. You know the one thing about SmackDown that I'm glad happened as far as as far as the superstar shakeup. Buddy freaking Murphy. Yeah, Man. Buddy Murphy.
1: It's time to turn him loose. Let's see what he can do.
0: You're talking about a guy who was in a weird tag team in NXT with Wesley Blake, who's now found his niche with the forgotten sons in NXT That group's going to end up being nasty. Mark my words. Um, But. um, Now. He's you know. You know. They put him in the cruiserweight division. Uh, He started off. As a high flyer doing. uh, You know he was finishing. With a shooting star press. And then they realized. Wait a minute. You're kind of redonkulously strong. For a guy that weighs 205 pounds. So started doing power moves and he did and he became they were starting referring to him as the as the juggernaut um just an absolute monster and had a great run as the cruiserweight champ um and before losing it to uh who? Uh, before losing it to tony nice um at uh at wrestlemania
2: right
0: um love it i think he is a phenomenal talent i think he's gonna do a lot um talking about match we were talking about matches on Raw that we could look forward to we can get Ali and Buddy Murphy again and again and again Um, we can get um, let's just go ahead and say it we can get Ali and Finn Balor yep we can get Ali and Finn Balor I am here for that one match I
1: would like to see once what? And you, I, I only want to see it once because at this stage in his career, it's not worth a long term angle.
2: Okay.
1: I would like to see what Finn and Randy Orton can do.
0: Oh, I forgot all
1: just, about that. Just once. I, I don't.
0: Oh, I forgot all about that. Finn and Randy Orton. Holy.
1: So from a psychology standpoint, more, more than Murphy. anything else.
0: Buddy Murphy and Finn Balor. Well, Hell, let's be honest. Finn Balor and just about anybody. Exactly. Um, you know, Brian makes no mistake about it. He is very high on Finn Balor, as am I. But, um, yeah, dude, so many good things that can come out, come out of this. But there were, as we said, and as we've alluded to, there are some really bad things like the Viking experience. Um, speaking of experiences, Brian, it was definitely an experience for me to have the homework assignment that I had this week. Okay. Because you know it is homework time boys and girls. Class is in session and the good and the good Professor Brian Kriego is here in charge of the class this week. Um so Brian, why don't you introduce what you gave me for my homework this week?
2: I'd which, be happy uh, to.
0: Which I'm not going to lie, like the great procrastinator that I am, um I literally was watching the matches as the sh- as we started recording the show. Uh, so literally 50, 55 minutes ago, when you see me doing this, I'm looking at my TV, watching this match. Dance I favors me. the
1: prepared mind, uh, Patrick. I tell you that okay. all the time. Um, but you know,
0: But you know what? If you're good enough to BS your way through it, walk it like you talk it.
1: Okay, moving right along. With that being said, the homework assignment that I gave the proper villain for this week comes from WrestleMania 29. Um, and, and I told it,
0: him if he gave me Cena versus Rock, I was going to drive to his house and slap the crap out of him.
1: Which he I didn't, didn't because, it. no, I mean, we don't need to subject him to that because it was supposed to be once in a lifetime, even though it was twice in a lifetime. But that's another story from another time. And
0: both um,
1: matches. Sucked. Yeah. The match I gave you, sir, was... CM Punk versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 29. Uh, the latest uh, superstar to step up and try to conquer The Undertaker's unbeaten streak. At the time, that was still a thing. And...
0: Going, going into this match, stood at 19-0. oh, is
1: correct. And I posted on our... Uh, wrestling with egos website, which you can find by the way at bit.ly backslash with egos, because there's a list of all the homework assignments up there.
0: Wait, 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 let me do it right.
1: Okay. Let's do it again. Bit.ly backslash with egos. If you want to look look for us on uh, on the interwebs, as they say. I've always been a fan of Undertaker. Nothing but respect for this guy throughout his career, the iterations his character has taken on. And I find CM Punk's work as a heel to be very, very compelling. Um, the psychology was probably the best thing he brought to the ring uh, in his career. Just the way he would psychologically, you know, drill his way into your mind and make you think he would got the match won before it even started. So, and in your, his promo, uh,
0: in his promos being just an incessant prick. Yeah, not just not even smug, just like. You're an asshole.
1: So you I have see the no floor problem you. admitting that. Yeah, I cede the floor to you, sir. Your unvarnished opinion about Punk versus Taker.
0: Well, my initial reaction last week when you gave me the homework assignment was, oh, damn it. Because I am not a CM Punk fan, I am not a Phil Brooks fan. Again, as I said last week, he quit. He walked out on WWE didn't even ask for his release like everybody else seems to be doing right now in WWE like Sasha and the revival and Harper 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 asked for his release what the hell guys um but so many people uh, but he didn't do that so I don't like him um he's not the best in the world. He's never been the best wrestler on the planet because you also have to think while he was at the height of his run in WWE, AJ Styles was having five star matches with anybody with a pulse. Moving forward, Um, but two things had two they this match had two things for me going into the match that I knew about. Well, three things. Number one, the build up to this match was built on. The recent passing of William Moody, also known as Paul Bearer. Uh, the only bad thing I can say about Paul Bearer was that he was an Alabama fan. Um, that's the only bad thing I can say about him. Dude, I remember watching World Class Championship Wrestling on ESPN when the, when that man was Percy Pringle the Third, and I hated his guts as a kid. I'm like, that's <laughs> a heel. That's a heel. Heel 401. Oh, anyway um, but the psychology using paul bearer's death which paul bearer himself william moody would have loved and appreciated because they used an emotional connection emotional connections boys i feel and like
1: girls? we i feel like we've heard that somewhere before oh yeah right. why, rewind it back about a half an hour ago
0: exactly using that had people emotionally invested. People wanted to kick the crap out of CM Punk because How you're,
1: disrespecting. Dare he. Exactly.
0: you're disrespecting Paul Bearer. That's not cool. Okay, so I'm I'm in for that. Then CM Punk comes out to Cult of Personality. It's been his theme music for the last couple of years at this point, but now it's played live by the band Living Color, who who that is their biggest hit. Little known fact. I love that song. It's one of my absolute favorite. It, it's in my top five.
1: Like to give you, I'm going to give you another little known fact about Living Color. Vernon Reed plays is the a, lead guitar on Black Cat by yes, Janet Jackson.
0: Yes, he does. Vernon Reed, by the way, is one of the most disgusting guitar players on the planet. Um, little, l- another little known fact about Vernon Reed. Guitar Hero 3 when it came out had cult of personality on it the master tapes were lost in a fire so Living Color went back into the studio to re-record it for the sole purpose of Guitar Hero 3 they ended up releasing it on all sorts of digital platforms you can find it anywhere it's the remastered version but they told the creators and the, uh, the people involved with Guitar Hero 3, we're going to redo it, remaster it for you, and we'll make the guitar part harder, <laughs> As- assholes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, playing that son of a gun on hard, I wanted to kill myself.
1: Talk about uh, Heal 401.
0: Damn right. Anyway, they're playing it live. I'm like, okay, this is just a good entrance and then the undertaker comes out in the most pimp ass gangster ass gimmick you know, entrance that undertaker's ever had at wrestlemania all the hands coming up through the floor reaching for the undertaker like ha- you know reaching from the grave or whatever as he's walking through all of them oh my god the first time i saw it i just hey we know me I talk a lot, whether you want me to or not. I couldn't say a word. I was just...
1: You were here, I think, for that.
0: um, I think by
1: that point, we had started having the get-togethers and all that. So I think this was... That
0: that mania was my first with you guys. I think you're right. That was my first mania with you guys, because the next year was WrestleMania 30, and... That definitely wasn't my first one because you because Big Isaac and I were both ready to break everything in your house that night. Yes. Um. So yeah, 29 was my 20. Yeah, 29 was definitely my first because it was rock and Cena, and we were giving you crap. Yes. Um, or 28 might have been my first. Anyway, moving right along. But yeah, I was at your place and just jaw in the floor, could not think of anything else um so you get through the match. you get into the match the match is hard hitting the match has a lot of great moments CM Punk using his speed to try and counteract the Undertaker's power um a couple of great moments in the match in no particular order um I loved um CM Punk had Taker in the corner and was standing on the second rope and was pounding the fist down. Taker gets him up for the uh, last ride and Punk starts waving to Heyman. Heyman hands him the urn and it right as Taker lifts him up for the last ride, Punk just smacks him in the back of the head with the urn and drops him. I was like, that's awesome. Um... Another thing that happened that I loved was there was this entire set this entire segment during the match. Punk has the Anaconda vice in on Taker and it's locked in deep. And then Taker sits up. And the look on Punk's face is just sheer terror. They stand up, Taker under the arm gets the goozle in, goes for the choke slam. Picks him up, punk slips behind, turns Taker around, gets him up on his shoulders, hits the GTS. Undertaker bounces off the ropes like so, comes back, picks Punk up, tombstone pile driver, gets the two count. Everybody thought that was over. From like the a fluidity standpoint, perfect. Yeah. Loved it. Taker ends up getting the win um great great match p plus um from a storytelling perspective from build up to payoff and with those segments involved those little nuances they did it was a classic good old fashioned wrestling story and that's the quote you. Uh, that's the quote I want you to use on the website, Brian.
1: I can. I can. I can make that happen.
0: Yeah, that just loved it. B plus, and unlike what WWE says, I got no problem with. I got no problem with the B plus. B plus is damn, uh, damn solid. No, I will take that back. It is not a B plus. It is an A minus. Okay. Room for improvement, but it's still an A. Um. A minus. Uh, you've given me better matches. I've given you better matches. But it's still very, very good. There's very good, which is A minus. There's damn good, which is an A. And there's that upper echelon of this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen, which is yeah. A plus. Okay. Um, so... Thank you for making me watch that. I don't think I would have ever watched it again because it had the connotations of CM Punk. Right. So thank you for making me re- re-watch that. I, I was glad <clears throat> I got, I, I was glad to watch that and be able to technically break that one down. So my friend, are you ready for yours?
1: I got pen in hand. Here we you go. Got
0: pen in hand. Awesome. Um, pre- I'm going to preface this. Sorry. I had to, readjust my shirt um I'm gonna preface this with don't blink you might miss something because this match is going to move at a very breakneck pace for about 20 minutes it is a very fast-paced match and it is very good one of my favorite things to watch uh we will go back into the world of extreme championship wrestling okay uh for what I think is One of the best matches you can see in ECW. The last time I I sent you to ECW World, it was somebody getting their ass kicked. Yes. This is a match where you will finish it and you will want to stand up. And it's just that good. I will take you to the year 1999. The
2: pay-per-view is living dangerously.
0: Your match for the ECW World Television Championship Jerry Lynn challenging. You
2: got to look at me, buddy. Rob Van Dam. Okay. This is always and, like watching a Rob Van Dam match, man. Oh,
0: but Rob Van Dam in ECW was a thousand times better than Rob Van Dam in WWE.
1: I know, I know.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, and every you know, and for those of you that have not ventured onto, onto our website, bit. uh, bit.ly slash with egos, um, did I get that right? You did. All right, cool. You
1: did get it right. Hey, I was so a mid drink there. I'm sorry.
0: And no, no problem. We have to hydrate. Um, Every week when we do this, we Brian always takes a quote from each of us. Why? I gave the assignment to Brian, and then something from Brian's book report, for lack of a better term. Here's the quote I want you to use, and because I this is something I just feel passionate about when it comes to ECW. This is as good as it gets. This is something ECW
2: should put in its time capsule. Cut, print, kill the pig. That's
0: that's as good as it can get as far as I'm concerned. Uh it's one of those, like, okay. We're putting a time capsule together of music albums, and we're gonna put these albums in, and it'll be on Earth in 150 years. What's an album that you're gonna throw in? For me, the first album I'm throwing in is ACDC's *Back in Black*. It's greatest to me from bell to bell, greatest album ever, 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 ever. Um, so something like that. ECW, you get 15 matches. To put in the time capsule that 150 years from now, wrestling fans are going to be able to watch this. First match that goes in is this one. Okay. My opinion. very intrigued. Because it's it's just, (laughs) there's chairs, there's a little bit of violence in there, but it's just, holy crap.
1: (laughs) I imagine there's going to be a lot of moves that are going to be eye-popping, too.
0: Yes, very much so. Because not only is it Rob Van Dam who was very eye-popping, but it's Jerry Lynn who could be eye-popping as well, but Jerry Lynn in his heyday was a technical god. Yes. I mean, I do remember that? Good as good in between those ropes as somebody like Lance Storm or Jericho or he was that good. He just never got the same do as those guys, which was a damn shame. <coughs> um, stay with me. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Getting old is
2: getting <clears> old
0: <throat> sucks, baby. Um, before we get out of here, any final thoughts? Because we're now sitting at about an hour and ten minutes. Our shows keep getting longer and longer.
1: Well, I mean, that just means we have a lot to talk about. Yes, uh, we do. And trust me, I will. Me, we, can I will still, we can
0: keep going.
1: We could. I will tell everybody out there in uh, YouTube land and anchor land that I didn't really change my name. That was just kind of a exercise in how can I lampoon the fact that the War Raiders, unfortunately, have gotten saddled with the Viking experience. And why are you t- two feet away from the screen? It's starting to weird me out, man.
0: Really? You didn't change your name?
1: No, I didn't. I was at the prop. No freaking crap, dude! Yeah, well, you know... Hey, I told you I had something planned out, and I wanted to get an honest reaction from okay. you. I see that I did get an honest reaction from you. It I see was that... funny.
0: It was funny. <laughs> but then you have to turn around at the end of the show and go, I didn't really change my name.
2: <laughs>
0: jackass.
1: No, I didn't change my name. Creative changed my name. I'm still the same Brian you all know and love. So.
0: No, 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 you're not. You're a Jackass. You're a jackass.
1: Who and else is you gonna a- get to host this show? Despite the fact that I'm a jackass, exactly. You're even nutless
0: monkey could do your job. I'm oh, the star of this fine. show. Whatever. You're the brains of the operation because you put together the website and everything else. I'm the creative Very important. I'm the creative director of this thing. I'm the okay. one that does all the editing. I'm the one that makes it makes the show go you talk about it being a lean mean wrestle talking machine i'm the hey, I
1: put that, out that that's two shows now that you've actually said my catchphrase okay. that you hate so much
0: i hate it because it's because you, you
1: didn't think of it
0: no i actually ah, don't. I, i'm just trying brian i don't like your catchphrase i'm, I'm just trying to put you way. over oh, i thanks. can do more than just put myself over i can put other people over dude, have, How you
1: novel.
0: Ever, have you ever seen me write a letter of recommendation for someone? Dear sweet mother of God, I can make a homeless guy sound like a damn rock star when I'm done with him.
2: Okay.
0: Trust me. I'm not just a villain. I'm not just, I'm not just a supreme overlord of self-promotion. I'm a supreme overlord of promotion. I can promote you, I can promote me, I can promote any of my kids. Dude! I can blow smoke, smoke sunshine, and rainbows up anybody's ass I want and have them thinking the person that I'm talking about is the second coming of Ric Flair and Ric Flair ain't even dead yet. Ooh. Woo! <laughs> so, they don't hate the player, hate the game. Wow, that yeah, I I should never try something, try doing that that ever again. Things that make you go. Bleh. So
2: anyway, Mister.
1: So you can't even remember what it was, so it's not worth. Jeremy repeating. Atlas. Yes. Jeremy
0: Asshat. <laughs> hey, hey, here we go. So, for myself, Patrick, for the for the distinguished Nimrod over here, Jeremy Asshat, by the way, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at bcrego15 for Jeremy Asshat over here, and your boy right here is at Rant Mode on, and don't forget the email address, whoop, at wrestlingwithegos at gmail.com, for myself, your your Minister of Propaganda oh I like that even though no 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 because that's kind of it's bad time your Director of Promotions okay Direct your your Director of Promotions Patrick and for Jeremy Asshat over there Mr. Mr., 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 Mr. Brian over there This has been Wrestling With Egos. We will see you guys next week. And as always, remember... Now here's my real catchphrase, Nimrod. That's my story. And that's our story. And we're sticking to it. Hey everybody, Brian and Patrick here one more time. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. As always, don't forget to like subscribe, and share to our YouTube channel. You can also check us out on Anchor.com for our podcast version. Brian's at B3015 on Twitter. I'm at Rant Mode on. Again, the email address, WrestlingWithEgos at gmail.com. Quick correction on tonight's show. Toward the end, we were talking about our um, homework assignment. I gave Brian the wrong pay-per-view. For those of you guys that follow along with our homework assignments, it is not ECW's 1999 Living Dangerously. It is Rob Van Dam and Jerry Lynn, but the match that I wanted to give him was the the previous pay-per-view. So the correct homework assignment for this week, guys, is Hardcore Heaven 1999 with Rob Van Dam and Jerry Lynn. TV title is still on the line. I chose this match. This one's the better of the two, although you can't really go wrong. And if you wanted some extra credit, you can watch both of them. You won't get any bonus points with us, but your life might be a little bit better for it. So one more time, Hardcore Heaven, Brian. Hardcore Heaven, heaven. 1999. Rob Van Dam, Jerry Lynn, ECW Television Championship on the line. That is your homework for this Correction
1: has been made. Correction has been
0: made. So let it be written. So let it be done. And as always, that's our story. And we're a lean, mean, wrestle-talking machine.